This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with the RidingStoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular Guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and trying to to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time. Seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right, welcome into the show. It is Friday, June 16th, 2023. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. And uh, today, Terry, we've got, uh, we've both been on the road, so my voice is a little scratchy today. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave that out there for a little bit. So uh, my, my car has got some miles on it, and uh, we're going to relive a little bit of that here. So uh, our guest today is going to be Jenna Sackett, the brand activation manager at Stalls, and also Josh Carruth with Printing United. They're going to be joining us to, uh, and we're going we're gonna to travel in all sorts of different directions here, Terry, but uh, what's the future of garment decorating? We obviously have to start with the present and maybe a little bit of the past because we were all at a, a, an event out there in Nashville put on by the Printing United Alliance. So we'll, we'll let them tell us a little bit more about that. So we're going to have all sorts of different sides here to talk about that. But then, you know, how does that lead into the future of garment decorating and, and uh, what, what that's all about? So from uh, Start Here Academy and Graphics Pro Expo in Indianapolis, in fact, it's still going on. On today but i came back to the studio so <laughs> um anyhow we're, we're excited to uh chat a little bit about that too but um speaking of graphics pro terry uh we've got our, our good friend matt dixon with graphics pro expo uh ready to join us ready and waiting he, he had the mic check we, we got all that uh squared away and um so let's let's dive right into the news here and uh so let's bring matt on eric whenever you're ready <music> Terry, Aaron, regulators, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, Matt Dixon with the Graphics Pro here, Graphics Pro here, and let's go ahead and just jump right in. Let's start out with some sponsorship news. We've got Sport Fishing Championship, the SFC, the governing body of saltwater tournament fishing, announcing it has signed a 10-year extension with performance and lifestyle brand Salt Life, which is a division of Delta Apparel. Salt Life has been a day one partner with the SFC and its official apparel and sunglasses supplier. As part of the extended partnership, Salt Life is constructing a new content studio for SFC located in Pompano Beach, Florida. Construction on the studio has begun in preparation for next year's start of the third SFC season. Salt Life also recently opened its latest brick and mortar retail location in Long Branch, New Jersey. The new store is the branch's third, 23rd nationwide and second in the Northeast market, along with a Delaware store opened last year. Uh, normally, I don't like to do product promotion in this space, but I think there are a couple of recent unveilings that deserve a mention. Uh, for the print shop that has everything, this week saw the long-awaited introduction of the Cornet Apollo printer at the ITMA show in Milan. This machine was announced last year and is now ready for market. Kobe Mann, Cornet's chief technology officer, says the Apollo is a breakthrough because it is fully digitized and automated, requiring just one employee to manage the entire operation. He describes the new Apollo system as bringing the best of the analog screen printing and digital worlds into one fully automated unit, and the technology is streamlined direct-to-fabric, fa direct-to-garment, and wet-on-wet digital printing. They're all cool things. So what's the hook? Well, the estimated print speed of this machine is about 400 unique garments an hour, all by a single operator. Uh, this is the top-end sports car of printers, and of course, high-end sports cars aren't meant for everyone. Home garage-based businesses are right out. Uh, this is the kind of machine you build a building around to replace three or four existing machines. And as for price, well, no amount has been stated yet. And as you can imagine, there are many different factors that go into pricing this, but I have a good feeling that when you do see the number, you'll want to put your finger up to your face like Dr. Evil. Uh, a mom and pop shop likely can't afford this. In fact, the mamas and the papas at the peak of California dreaming might not be able to afford this. And the answer to your question is no, I don't have any jokes relevant to people under the age of 50. Uh, the uh, next thing I want to talk about uh, is called Bojita. Bojita is a plugin 
to the popular generative AI program, ChatGPT, with the goal of allowing people to use a mid-journey-like image creator to design their own t-shirts. Simply put, this is an AI platform to put the design phase of the t-shirt business into the customer's hands online. On one hand, this has an incredible potential for e-commerce and print-on-demand garment providers. On the other, this is pulling an end around on the design process for many shops uh, our industry may offer. Uh, it is in the first stages of the program and it has its limits, but it shows you where tech is taking us in terms of future t-shirt personalization. And now for some gratuitous self-promotion. Join me in Portland July 29th or, 20, or 19th and 20th at the Graphics Pro Expo and keep your eye out for the upcoming July edition of Graphics Pro Magazine, which features articles on copyright law, direct-to-film printing, and of course, an article on gearing up early for our holidays by renowned author Aaron Montgomery. Gentlemen, back to you. I have to mute my microphone during that because I giggle the whole time. Matt always makes me laugh. And um, <laughs> and I know he's using gentlemen in quotes, but, you know, he's nice enough not to do that to us. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Matt. We appreciate you uh, bringing us that news and uh, definitely make sure you guys get and check that out and go uh, visit Matt out there in Portland. Uh, great, great stuff happening there at Graphics Pro Expo. And, and we thank Matt for his time today. Um, okay, Terry. Well, uh, we've got lots to cover here. We're going to be kind of going all over the place. We're going to be, like I said, winging it a little bit here. So uh, <laughs> let's say good morning to some of the regulators here real quick. Uh, we've got Barb checking in from North Central Minnesota. We've got Rich. Hello. Kingsbury Crafts. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. And uh, Jerry checking in. And uh, Biscuit checking in as well. Good morning, fellas. So we've got the regulators in. So we, you guys here, um, We've got we're going to have a great uh, discussion here in just a moment, kind of uh, certainly about the event and um, what what took place out there in Nashville and in, in general, but also kind of what that means for the future of things. You know, I think there were some really great high level um, high level conversations happening, so it was fantastic. And uh, all right, good. We've got uh, so Biscuit is Dean from iGroup, so welcome, Dean. Thank you. <laughs> and then Jay, yes, thank you, yes. Shockingly enough, our logo is a chicken wing. So that would mean that we're winging it a little bit. No. Um, so anyhow, and Christopher, good morning from Phoenix. So, All right, Terry. Well, we're going to do that here in just a moment. But uh, I want to just share a little bit about some things that are happening over at our success group real quick. And uh, then we can kind of continue on. So uh, right. does that sound like a good plan, Terry? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Eric, whenever you are ready, sir. Are you a small business owner that is ready to create a business that you love? Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed, out of sorts, like the business is controlling you? I'm here to help you create a foundation so that you can build that business that you love. I do truly believe that everyone has all of the resources, knowledge, and ability to create a business that they love without excessive grinding and hustle and working ourselves nearly to death. All you need to do is build a foundation using solid fundamentals. These micro-consulting services will give you exactly what you need when you need it. Sign up for one of these micro-consulting opportunities, and I will guide you to building a foundation so you can have that business that you love. All right. Well, check that out and uh, definitely uh, let me know what you think. And uh, if there's any questions or anything like that, uh, check that out over at coachosg.com. So, um, Terry, normally right here, we would have the dad joke. And so I just don't want anybody to freak out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. That's what I came for. We're, we're going to hold. All right. Dad joke coming. So uh, <laughs> I, I just I, I knew as I was kind of like going through it, I was like, oh, man, people are going to go. Where's the dad joke? What are they doing? So anyhow, I, I wanted to make that clear. But I know you've got a little uh, housekeeping uh, that uh, we want to take care of before we get our guests in here. Yeah, absolutely. Before we jump in, we want to thank everybody for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests. So if you or anyone you know would like to join the show, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys. 
and uh, share your show ideas. We need your voices. We would love to have the regulators participate in our new show intros. Uh, you guys have heard lots of different voices from the industry uh, on the intro. So we'd like, uh, like you to participate as well. So go to decorators.inc, I-N-K, slash intro, and just read a few sentences to be a part of every show. And if you're listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing the Two Regular Guys podcast with all of your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast. Wherever you do your podcast listening, you will find us there and we would love to have a review. If you're watching us right now, please join in with your comments and your questions. Indeed, indeed. So um, definitely make sure that you uh, get over there. We, we need those intros. I've, I'm sitting on them, right? I'm sitting on a couple and we need a couple more to, to do this. So uh, we, we need that decorators.inc forward slash intro. It's super easy, right? There's, yeah, I was just going to say there's nothing to it. It's easy. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> screw it up. Reading, yep. reading three sentences. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will edit it. You will sound perfect in every way. So uh, all we need is your name, <laughs> who you're with, who you're representing, and uh, that you're listening to the two regular guys. If you want to make fun of us, say something funny, you know, Jay, come on, man. We need you, buddy. <laughs> All right. So I'm not calling out Jay specifically, but, you know, he's always good for a quick joke. Todd, same with you, buddy. Uh, you know, oh, I think those follow up totally... to the dad jokes, right? Oh, Get in there. Both those guys should be called out. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Uh, speaking of dad jokes, speaking of our amazing guests, speaking of getting to it here, I don't know if we've been speaking of that. That's what's going on in my brain. Um, <laughs> we're just going to do this. We're just going to crash the party. We're going to have Josh and Jenna crash the party at the same time. So Eric, whenever you are ready, bring them on in. We've got our two amazing guests here with us. Um, we're going to, we're going to welcome you in properly, but I know I'm jonesing and Josh, you said you had a dad joke for us. So we are putting you I, on the spot, sir. When you're I, ready, I, go. <laughs> I did, and I have to give full credit. This one came from Lee, which you guys spent some time with last, uh, this this week. God, that was this week. I know. Um, it was this week. <laughs> Everything's running week. together. Yeah. 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 All right. So, what do you call a belt made of watches? I don't know what you call a belt made of watches. A waste of time. <laughs> yes. Painful. Very painful. That's really, a joke. That really did sound like Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I think it was his sister. They had like a family thing going on. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you, Josh, and thank you, Lee. So, well, let, let's get into it, Josh. Uh, yes, it does kind of uh, feel like uh, you know it, it was a long time ago because it was so big and awesome, but it was just this week, and so we just saw you. But um, let's just talk about let's say what is apparel decorator summit can you kind of give us a, a brief description of the event to get us started here yeah absolutely um so uh i can back up a little bit and explain kind of the model um so um, printing united does produce um these kind of executive uh hosted buyer summits uh and in different industries that we serve um and there was some you know uh thought that maybe the model wouldn't work in our segment, but a few of us really believed it would because it's so unique um, because it's not, you know, we, we, there are conferences and we go to the trade shows and all of them are, you know, phenomenal and serve a purpose. Uh, but this one kind of takes the format and chops it up in three different ways. Um, and it's also about kind of a, a bit of a matchmaking. Um, so it is a, just as a, as a broad scope, it's, it's very, it's meant to be small. It's never meant to be more than 100, 150 people, something like that. Otherwise it kind of turns into a bigger conference. Um, but we um, asked for applications from decorators and we, we vet them based on, you know, size of revenue, what their buying plans are, what they're looking to buy, when they're planning to buy. So we establish that there's a business need from the printer attendee side. And then we have sponsors who offer those solutions. Um, we bring everybody together for, you know, we call it uh, 2.5 days, but it really spans over three. Um, to, to a kind of accomplish business needs and also learn and network. So it's kind of one of these situations where everybody wins on both sides of the aisle. Um, the, the sponsors support and stalls, Jenna, thank you, stalls was a keynote sponsor um, and, and was practically one of the main reasons why this happened because they believed in the model um, is what affords to bring those attendees in because we fly them and we pay for the hotel, all the food is taken care of. Now they're away from work for a few days, but they've, 
establish that they have a business need they need to accomplish so they, they're not leaving empty-handed and for the sponsors it's it's the complete opposite of that it's you know people who are already looking for the solutions they provide putting them in a room together at ideally an executive level and up so that those relationships can be created uh, conversations can happen um, and then there's the, the 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 tertiary aspect which is just as important so it's really not tertiary um, is that the, the decorators get to talk to each other and so there's some there's some camaraderie and some peer bonding that happens um, so all in all it's kind of wham bam you're, we're in and we're out but it's a, it was a phenomenal couple of days yeah, that's that, that's uh, such a great description, and I think you nailed it. But um, Jenna, great seeing you at the event. In fact, I gotta don my uh, Terry. You have yours. We'll do oh our, boy! Oh boy! Yeah, see, Josh, Josh was Switzerland, so he's got all the Swiss, cool, Switzerland but, over here. <laughs> <laughs> just go with us here. Um, so we were in the Yellow Stitch Brigade country Did band you with you. This on my head as well. You, whatever you feel comfortable with, Jenna. That's it's all you. you I'm not I mean, I think it. you were kind of what started us <laughs> doing this on uh, whatever night that was, Tuesday night. <laughs> but um, so we'll uh, get to this way, in a uh, second. But what, what, what's Jay, Jay Bissell did say? Please re report the fact that the Cyanara Suckers was the winning band in Nashville. The the baby blue band. yeah we feel like there may have been some cheating there we were discussing that pre uh so we're, we're not going to recognize that win here on the two regular guys podcast but anyhow <laughs> we can't mention the title of the song either however great it was yes, <laughs> we, yes that's true. We, we do want to keep our pg rating on apple Podcasts, please so um <laughs> but i i guess you know after hearing josh's description there jenna um you know how does that match up for for how it, it went for you kind of what was your opinion of the overall event I thoroughly enjoyed just how personalized the approach was. Uh, when we're at trade shows, it tends to be a little bit overwhelming, not only for the attendees, but also for uh, the vendors, right? So this gives us a way to really connect on an individual level and have those more personalized conversations with folks that are a little bit more high level that we really don't get to do it in a trade show setting. Uh, so, yeah, I think it was a really great approach, and I hope this is something we can see more of in the future. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, of course, um, the opportunity to spend 20 minutes one-on-one -on -one with someone. I, I was, you know, talking to a bunch of the other vendors. We all happened to run into each other at the airport. There were probably... 12 of us <laughs> and sitting around talking. And it's like, what trade show were you ever at where you got to spend 20 minutes with one person just talking about, you know, not saying, Hey, my machine does this, my machine does that, but uh, actually saying, tell me about your business and how I can help you. And, and that was, that was the big takeaway for me. But, um, um, Aaron has changed up our order a little bit on us here. <laughs> I, I like to keep uh, Terry on his toes, so we're just going to make him. Uh, <laughs> but see if um, we can Ron Burgundy him here. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I, can do that. I, I don't want to read uh, word for word here, but uh, tell us about the songwriting experience, Jenna. The uh, <laughs> Explain why I'm wearing a yellow bandana on my head, please, before I continue yeah. to look stupid. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was a really great take on, on, a, on a networking event. I will say when I first heard what we were doing, um, I was a little nervous, but then we started like giving assignments to everyone and I was the designated hype man because <laughs> I did not want to sing. Uh, so for those of you that didn't get to attend uh, the event or just learning about it, um, we did do this after hours networking event and um, we all had to kind of like step out in groups, which I believe was the matchmaking uh, portion that Josh was talking about, where we were like assigned specific teams. And I got to be on Aaron and Terry's team, uh, in addition to a, probably about like 10 others or so, right. roughly. Um, and we got to sit down with an actual artist um, and we were given the title dress it up uh which was the only part of the song that i remembered because that's all i kept singing the entire time yeah, i was pretty much chorus as well but yeah yeah so I'm just, yeah so we let the guitarist and the actual artist like take the lead and sing the song for us we all 
came up with the lyrics for the song together. And myself and a few others were just in the background singing, dress it up and, and dancing along, trying to get the crowd involved. Um, and honestly, I think we deserved that dub, but we had to take the L anyway. <laughs> there, there was some uh, method to the madness and some strategy there. So Jenna, you're, you're right. That was a bit of a matchmaking thing. And the idea was that first night we all got there, we needed to break the ice. So from the attendee perspective, we put everybody in the groups that they were going to be in groups in later. Like Adam mentioned, it's kind of a three-pronged approach, right? We had general sessions that were presented from the stage. We had boardroom breakouts where uh, case studies were presented and focus groups were kind of given to smaller groups. And then Terry, like you mentioned, we went one-on-one. -on -one. So everybody who, every all the decorators who had that yellow bandana were actually who was in the boardroom together. So it was a way to get them to kind of meet each other before they were stuck in a room for half a day together. And then from the sponsor perspective, you're absolutely right, Jenna. Uh, certain sponsors presented to certain boardrooms. Um, Stalls, you presented to all of them. So we put you in all three groups, but everybody else was kind of assigned to the group they were gonna be meeting. So that some of those initial kind of hellos and how are you's were kind of out of the way. Um, that's that's uh, one I have to give credit to uh, our promo power meetings. They actually did an event previously in Nashville and came across them um, and absolutely loved the idea. I was nervous too, because I was like, um, I don't know about this, but it was a really cool experience. The, the artists that came in were phenomenal. Um, yeah. they, they, they kind of walked everybody through, made feel comfortable, asked if anybody wanted to sing. We had a whistler in the group that I was sitting with. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so Justin <laughs> got up and whistled. Um, that was interesting. Um, I think the all, all, courage really helped everybody through this one. <laughs> right, because yeah. it started a little slow. Everybody just kind of sitting yeah. there looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was a ton of fun. Yeah, and then Jenna put uh, headbands on us and uh, we went from there, so. Yeah, yeah, we had to go up there and represent. I made them wear it on their heads. I had a little Tupac style going on. You others did as well. It was a great time. Yeah, Jenna, Jenna gave us all different style headbands to, uh, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, wear. Definitely. And then, of course, Aaron and I wore eyes for the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah, there's when some else, really good pictures that came out of that that I'm hoping to see on Facebook soon. Uh, <laughs> what else do you get to write a song about a t-shirt? Like, you know, right. front chest works its way into a verse somehow. It lands with the audience. So it worked. It was great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, what a, what a good time! So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I mean, every minute was was I, like on Wednesday. I didn't even have a chance to turn on my computer to check emails. I mean, it was just nonstop. But uh, which was an awesome thing. So, so Josh, speaking of that, what what was the reaction of the vendors and the attendees to this uh, first event? Uh, better than better than you could possibly expect for a first year event. It was I think everybody had a great time. Everybody took something more than what they came with, um, but still at the same time we learned a ton. Um, all these events, like I mentioned, we do them in multiple verticals. They all have nuances, right? And so we 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 scoped it for how we thought it would it would be best. Um, but then some of the feedback, like I think you know, increasing a little bit of the time together in the boardrooms, like between the presentations for some more of that, like that peer bonding, more conversations. The attendees really, really like that. Um, maybe changing up some of the, the stage presentations the first night. Every, it was such a new concept to everybody. It was so much to take in that first day that I don't know if anybody was ready for it. So as we kind of move forward, and I, I definitely think this is something that's got, that got legs. Um, we even had other ideas for different types of event with the same model to come out of it for our space so we had conversations of three different ones that could be helpful and you know would love everybody's feedback on it and we'll talk to it but some of them revolved around just problem solving and workshops right putting groups of people with similar problems in a place where they could go and say i'm having issues with this i want to spend three hours with these experts and actually workshop a problem uh in real life um that was just one of the you know umpteen many ideas that came out of it so um, all in all, it's we're still digesting it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we we you know just sent the feedback out today to everybody who did the presentations. Overall, it was really really good. Um, so yeah, I, I just read ours yeah. <laughs> right before the you, show. You you and Jay were excellent, or was it was it? What did Jay say? Uh, Terry was excellent, and I was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. do have to tell you though, in the boardroom, uh, the the two worst people to put together for a twenty minute session. It's Jay Bissell and Terry Combs. I mean, <laughs> and so, and so Lee's in the back of the room and he holds up 
the, his hand. I said, so Jay, we're, we're running short on time. And he goes, no, no, we have 15 minutes. And Lee's like, no, you have five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Josh, so it sounds like there's a, definitely a plan to uh, tackle something like this again. Uh, oh, yeah. So we, we've we've like so year two is is kind of planned. We'll be back in the same city for most likely. But we're, we've already looked, we've been looking at properties and things like that for, you know, even before this one stage. That's what you have to do in events. Um, so I think we're close to narrowing it down. Um, you know, I, I, there's a there's a few things about the property we were at, like the boardrooms are kind of spaced out a little bit, but at least we're on the same floor. Like you can never like make the hotel perfect. Yeah. Um, and there was some construction, but you know, they <laughs> can't help that sometimes. Yeah. That's yeah. just kind of the, the, the way it goes, but yeah, absolutely looking okay. forward to uh, the second year. Cool. Cool. Well, Jenna, so you guys, uh, keynote sponsor. So you had the opportunity to do those boardroom case study presentations and, so what, what was your take, you know, what, what's been the uh, conversations there at Stalls as well? How, how did those presentations go for you guys? Yeah, so uh, luckily we have uh, been doing presentations for a while, right? Although many of us have. So as soon as we saw that 20 minute mark, we were like, okay, there's definitely only going to be one presenter because if you put Josh, myself, Kelly, and John all in one, there's no way we're going to hit 20 minutes. So we left it to Josh to do all of the case studies. It seemed as though those presentations were very well received. Uh, like Josh said, everyone was in their sections based off of their bandana color. So we got to present our case study to everyone had time to pass around samples and do Q&A. Um, what I liked about this format was it was very straightforward. Right. There wasn't a lot of like a build up into what we were getting into or spending too much time doing demos throughout that 20 minute mark allowed us to really get to the point, ask those high level questions and then follow up with whatever notes people took from that in our scheduled one on one meetings. Uh, so the format I thought uh, was was great. It seemed like the attendees um, received that very well. And it was almost done in like a chunk that was enough for them to take in, assess, analyze, ask their uh, top questions, schedule those meetings and move on from there. Sometimes I feel like if something goes a little too long, information gets lost. Uh, so that very straightforward approach, 20 minute uh, slot, I think really is a, a great format. And so I'm excited to, um, you know, follow up and uh, with some of the meetings that we had because the, those sessions really helped us get good follow-ups and, and good questions from people that are, are going to keep moving. Cool. Nice. Yeah. I thought that was excellent as well. And, uh, and I, I think I agree with you. It's the 20 minutes was perfect. Uh, I, I'm just used to doing longer presentations. So next are year. Are we all? I'm used to being in there no shorter than 45 minutes and as, as long as yeah. 90, if we're not doing a workshop. <laughs> well, Aaron always accuses me of, well, you, all you'll do is introduce yourself in 20 minutes. <laughs> but, it really uh, can be that way sometimes. Like an intro to a class yeah. is taking a long time to get to the point. Yeah. But Jay and I already had conversations about, here's how we're going to do it next year. So, but, but we also got additional side meetings from that, that session. So that's how we judged our success on it because people mm -hmm. said, Hey, I didn't sign up to, to meet with you, but do you have a few minutes? So yeah. Uh, we were really, really pleased about that. And um, so the the 20 minute sessions were the one on one meetings. Uh, Jenna, how would you compare that experience with a traditional trade show experience? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's just more individual, uh, a little bit more intimate, if you will, where they're feeling a little bit more comfortable with you at that point. We've done our networking event where it helps build that rapport and like Josh said, really break the ice with people. So they're already feeling comfortable with you. Then they get to know a little bit more about what we're promoting there, what we're trying to do to help their apparel decoration business move in the industry and be effective and efficient. And um, so they realize we're there to, you know, help them and build that customer relationship with them. Um, so I feel like that's what sets this event apart from a trade show is you're getting that more intimate one-on-one -on -one conversation, getting to the bones of why they're there and yeah. what they hope to come out of the event and leave with and how we can help them with that. 
trade shows a little bit more fast paced, get in, get out, what's new. Okay. I got to move on to the next booth. So you can yeah. see how, uh, how big of a difference that makes. For sure. So Josh, I guess, um, thing I'm curious about, right. Is having the, uh, more traditional expo, uh, tr what we would consider a more traditional space coming up. Uh, and, and I'm not, certainly trying to imply a thing or put anything but do you think that does change kind of some of the thinking you know in this space of of how the future of maybe a, an expo would look well yeah I'll, well so i see them as complementary right? okay. there's there's a time and place for each depending gotcha. on where you are and your cycle the buying cycle the process what you're thinking of i think trade shows are um a phenomenal thing. Like I've been in the trade show industry for over 20 years. Um, and even through a, you know, a global pandemic and everything with the strong belief that they would never go away because we are human beings at the end of the day, we have an innate need to gather and socialize. That's who we are as humans. Um, and I also think it is the broadest stroke you can take to see everything that you even don't know about, make it, make some connections, talk to some people. There are these types of kind of abilities to connect, you know, maybe not one-on-one, -on -one, Terry, like you said, in a sit-down 20-minute conversation, but in the line to get coffee or waiting on the bus in the morning or as you're, as you're walking around, um, there's a tremendous value there. Um, and then, you know, just like there's a place in going to a demo center and seeing something, there's a place for conferences like these. Um, and especially that's that's part of the secret sauce of this model is that um, it's, it's the, you know, not solely predicated on education not taking away anything from that. I think those are really important and people do kind of thrive and to, to, for that information, making it an element is one part, but also the, 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 the vetting of the attendees who have said, I'm in a, a particular place in time and space right now where I need to further investigate, investigate A, B, or C. Yeah. This type of model gives them the ability to, to, to kind of, you know, uh, hit a few birds with a single stone. Yeah, so, for sure. I, I think they're totally complementary. I think, and that's why they, they're smaller, right? Trade shows are mass gathering events. Uh, man, sorry, that term is a real thing now. Um, but <laughs> these are these are much smaller in scale and scope, and they're intended to be. This this type of event will never be three to five hundred people, right? Yeah. It, 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 right? It gets too big. You lose that intimacy. You yeah. lose the ability to run into people at the airport. You know, like you had a whole boardroom with the people at your at your terminal, Terry. Like that's right. that's you know kind of the kind of a key thing here. Yeah. So um, I, I do think those there are elements that appear in both, but I, I do think they're distinctly different and serve a different purpose in the process. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I agree with that. And, and I'm so appreciative that, uh, you know, there's a willingness to attempt new things and, and try out different, you know, because as you mentioned, you guys weren't really sure how it would go over in, in our space, you know, based on the success of some others that you'd done in other spaces that, that, gave you some confidence but yeah who who knows how it could have gone and and so i was just curious how that might kind of affect different things but i think you hit the nail on the head right it's just complementary pieces of that so it's yeah uh, it was continually trying to move things forward and what can we do that's going to be helpful and how can we serve our you know our industry not just our members right like you didn't have to be a member to apply you didn't have to yeah. be a member of printing united to apply yep Yep. Yeah, I was shocked when uh, <laughs> you were up there having that conversation with folks. So you should be a member, darn it. Come on. <laughs> that's a whole other show. Yes, Josh, that's right. That's right. The airport, there were all kinds of ideas flying around about next year we should do this. Next year we should do that. And <laughs> so, <up> to me. <laughs> yes. Well, Justin was there taking note of everything. So it's all okay. good. But, but Jenna, how about you? Same thing. How do you think an event like this is, is going to impact future face-to-face -face interactions. I mean, is it, it I, I don't, I agree with Josh. I don't think it's going to replace uh, trade shows, but, but I think there might be some, some uh, different ways to approach future events. What, what do you think? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to replace either. I think that they are complementary, um, but I do feel like whenever I am meeting um let's say, for example, uh, BSN Sports who attended, um, I wouldn't necessarily have gotten a chance to meet with him and understand his business at that high level at a trade show. Typically, trade shows are heavy for education. Maybe they're sending a lot of their staff there to learn a little bit more about uh, technologies in the industry. Maybe they need to be implementing, or maybe they're just sending their production manager 
uh, so that they can go buy some new equipment for the shop. So just feel like it's very different in that um, trade shows are a great way to showcase new technology and educate and um, or even anybody entering in uh, to the industry where they can get started. Trade shows are great for that. Um, and, you know, I, they, they won't be going anywhere in my opinion either. Uh, but these smaller events, yeah, I think are, are very complimentary um, yeah. and that we can have some more of those high level conversations that need to be had, um, but don't necessarily happen over a phone or over a Zoom call. This yeah. really brings everybody together and says, hey, maybe you should be having these conversations that you're really not thinking about having right now. And so Printing United does a really good job of uh, getting out there and and saying, hey, uh, let's bring you in for this. And they're already vetted, uh, like you mentioned. So they're there to have that conversation yeah. and, um, you know, have success, right? Whenever yeah. they're vetted, you know they're there for a purpose. And that exactly. helps us with our conversations in the long run. And, and you know, we were having those side conversations at the at the um, six and Peabody country bar, we were having those conversations yeah. at breakfast because every, yeah. every meal, I think I, I met somebody new uh, at breakfast yeah. and lunch and at dinner. And, and those were the conversations. So. Um, yeah. It's I, crazy I, I because kind of it's, it's, it's considered a smaller event, but every single day I was still meeting somebody new and having yeah, a exactly, conversation. Exactly right. Exactly right. I'm, I'm still kind of on a, uh, on a high from the whole experience. So <laughs> music to my ears. Cause that's the exact, that was the plan. Like if we, if you build it, they will come type of thing is if you just put them together and yeah. challenge everybody. Cause look, this is, this is not, you know, the biggest industry in the world. A lot of people know each other already. Right. Um, really right. challenging them to kind of take that approach of uh, saying hello to an unfamiliar face or those side meetings, Terry, that's absolutely what we wanted to happen was, yes, there were prescribed one-on-one -on -one meetings and time slots based on levels of involvement, but we wanted them to happen at the meals. We wanted them to happen at the, at the networking events. That's why it's a networking event. That's it's, right. Yeah. Everything good comes from organic, in my opinion. Like yep. it's that organic, natural flow of conversation and where it leads to is there's nothing better. Chef's kiss to me. Jen and I got a good game of cornhole out of it. We did. And yeah. he beat the crap out of me, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, what, what fun. All right. Well, Josh, um, we're going to let you get out of here. We've got some other things we want to talk to Jenna about here, uh, kind of get in future. So yeah, if you want to leave us anything, but what did we miss kind of covering? What are some future things that we should be looking for? Um, and then, yeah, any, imparting thoughts you want to leave uh, the listeners with today. Yeah, I think we dissected the event well. It was a you know, great representation, everybody. Thank you all for being there. Aaron on our advisory board, helping us with that content, kind of making sure we were on the right track before we got there. Terry, you and Jay in the supportive equipment zone was awesome. And obviously Jenna having stalls there was, was key to everything kind of coming together. Um, I, I'm available anytime. I'd love to talk to all of you and tell you why you should all be members of uh, Printing United, but I won't do that now. You can find me at Jay Carruth. That's C-A-R-R-U-T-H at printing.org. And otherwise, hope to see you all in Atlanta this October. Printing yeah, give, give us that real quick. I know you guys are just coming off this event, so you got to maybe take shift your brain a little bit. But tell us about Atlanta real quick for anybody that might not be familiar with what's coming up. Yeah, so our annual expo kind of goes East Coast, West Coast. This year we're in Atlanta, and I believe it is the 18th through the 20th. I might be a day off. I might have been stuck in my head from last year. I should have prepped a little bit more when we came <laughs> no, here. you're all right. I think you um, got we'll, it. We'll be at the Georgia World Congress Center this October. Um, things are headed in the right direction. There is a tremendous response after the show in Vegas. Um, and we're looking forward to the East Coast and having those who don't always want to go to Vegas uh, come, come to this one. And sometimes it's a kind of distinct difference in the audience. Um, but some fun things planned uh, around this apparel segment in general. Uh, we'll have our Future State Theater back, which is free education on stage for all the attendees. We'll have our apparel zone this year. Um, which actually will be a little bit more in-depth than it was last year with some program demos and classes and things going on. And classroom education is back. So um, absolutely, please sign up. Please come to the show. By the way, if you are a member, you get uh, free access. Corporate members have free access for all of their uh, employees, and as well as education. You don't have to pay for the education pass for the classroom stuff. Uh, other than that, all the apparel education is free. There you go. Yeah, Yep. I love that the classroom stuff's back too. I know, um, you know, definitely 
great education happening, but to have also, again, just trying new things. Right? Different so format, right? It's not yeah. going to be as extensive as it was. We're going to work our way back into it and find that good friction point where we had maybe, you know, 75 different tracks before and people didn't know what to do. Yeah. So we'll scale it back. We'll have a handful this year and then we'll continue to build on it. Um, but it was you know, definitely something that was wanted. So yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love that you guys really kind of take that right. You you take in. You, you're willing to try new things, but then you listen. You make adjustments, and you know, but still try new things. And and that's so important for for growth. And and so I uh, appreciate that you do that, Josh. Thank you very yeah, much. That's what you got to do. Thanks for having me on, y'all. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Right. Good to see, see you. you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like after just a couple of days, right? <laughs> I think I just saw you two days ago. But uh, so, Jenna, let's shift gears. Yeah. So let's talk stalls. What, what what new products or technologies are on the horizon for stalls? What's what new thing are we going to see at Printing United, for instance? Yeah. So you guys got to see the big announcement um, at the Apparel Decoration Summit, and um, I'll lead that with you know print technology is becoming heavily interactive in our industry, or even in just today's market. But it does open up a world for tomorrow. And so we see stalls playing a very unique role within our marketplace uh, by utilizing heat print technology. Um, and so there's like just we're seeing a very fast acceleration with online stores. Um, we saw this whenever, uh, you know, our brick and mortar stores, unfortunately, were closing down and people were shifting and pivoting more to an online presence worked out well for a lot of people. However, whenever we take our products online, those who shop online do have that Amazon mindset, right? That that merch on demand, print on demand, made to order type of mentality. And so we have announced a launch of our integration with Fulfill Engine, uh, which is going to help um, our customers, apparel decorators, um, just stay on top of those print-on-demand orders, get things out the door very quickly, um, and be able to implement, you know, some more of our new innovations that are coming with our heat print transfers and presses. Um, so first step is being integrated with Fulfill Engine, um, being able to get, you know, our direct-to-film um, product ultra color max out the door even quicker than before so that our customers can be efficient and effective in meeting those timeframes for print on demand and for made to order apparel through their online stores. That's awesome. You know, Jenna, interestingly enough, when you, you talk about the uh, DTF transfers mm -hmm. in, in the session that, that Jay and I did for the, for the yellow team, uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, Jay said, how many people here in the room are uh, buying DTF transfers outside of your business? Every hand in the room went up. Every single person was buying DTF transfers. It's just an incredible Crazy. thing. Yeah. 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 yeah well, it has made such an impact on our industry. And, you know, we always wondered what's next, what's next. This is yeah. it. And it just continues to keep growing. Yeah. Uh, so we're not slowing down. Nobody's slowing down on DTF until the next best thing comes around. So we'll we'll see what that is. But we're staying innovative and, and keeping up with that for now. Yeah. You know, and you talk about the online stores. I mean, they, it was going up and then COVID and then boom, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. this, right. It luckily it was there pre-COVID because it, it just gave people the opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to shift gears and uh, and I have another way to sell right now. So, and you guys obviously have have a platform for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the other part about it, you know, I, I got to catch uh, Josh's opening uh, keynote presentation. I was just blown away by, you know, when he announced uh, what you just mentioned there and stuff like that, just blown away by how, you know, you guys are really looking to, because you could just focus, you know, let's focus on the heat presses. Let's focus on the vinyl. Mm -hmm. Let's focus on the transfers. But you guys are looking at their customers' business as a whole. How how can we best support them to be able to engage their customers quickly, efficiently? You know, Terry always uh, likes to say that you know we got to do good work and deliver on time. Well, what on time <laughs> is to people now has changed dramatically. So yes. having the technology and tools in in partnership, or you know how you guys are doing that, is is pretty cool. I mean, does that kind of thing? Do you guys sit around at stalls and have those conversations? Obviously, there's there's it's happening at some level. So, <laughs> exactly, yes. There's uh, our our biggest thing is uh, customer first. Um, so whenever we are hearing from our customers, they need a way to be more efficient. 
uh, we have to look at what we're doing and how we can do it differently that's going to better uh, assist them, in whether that's production, whether that's marketing, edu education on our products, right? So uh, we look at all of these high-level things and what is the most common thing that we can do right now to help. And, and we were doing that with our heat presses and with our heat transfers uh, to kind of, you know, bring that uh, production time down for them. But we had to look at a higher level of what we can do to help with the print on demand industry or the made to order industry side of our industry. Um, yeah. Because if we don't do it, you know, we get lost in it. Right. So we yeah. have to stay ahead, look at what the industry trend is and make sure that we're providing a solution um, and just being very customer faced with it so that they can understand how it can help them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you becoming the uh, hype man for the uh, Yellow Stitch Brigade, right? I think was a perfect <laughs> call because I, I, honestly, in a way, I see, I see that that's what you do for your customers. That's you, you kind of right. are, are their hype man, but that also puts you in the conversation with them quite often, right? And so with that, I, I know you do a lot to help your customers kind of see what's coming up in the market place, understand the trends. You know, I think you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of it. So anytime we have you here on the two regular guys, we always have to ask, you know, what are you seeing out there? What's, what should we be getting prepared for here? Yeah. So, um, what, what we see right now, um, like I just mentioned, there is an overall industry trend where there's more online stores, more print on demand and made to order product. Right. So I would say that that's a very high level trend of the industry overall and, and how its growth is being impacted. I believe we're at a 12% growth of just print on demand um, in the past two years since wow. it's since COVID, right? So 12% may seem low, but it, it is pretty big um, yeah. for us, right? And the print technology um, that we provide. Beyond that, we do see um, a lot of trends in print and apparel um, I will say for print direct to film, obviously is number one, uh, just because of its versatility, all the things that it can be applied to and, um, the, um, the quantity of products that it can be applied to as, as small as one. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. really filling that need for, you know, those low run orders or those one-off orders, um, that typically people will turn away, um, at a more high level um, process. Yeah. So uh, I know heat transfer vinyl still exists. Um, and I think that that will continue to remain relevant for the special effect it does right. offer. Uh, your reflectives, glitters, twill, heat transfer vinyl. Uh, so there's a lot of um, purpose that heat transfer vinyl will still provide. Uh, with those special effect finishes. So those won't be going away. Um, more finishes that we're continuing to see trend are your dimensional and unique finishes. So uh, heat press patches are continuing to grow, not only because they can help a production facility remain effective um, if their embroidery machine is tied down with another job, but they need to take another one in embroidered patches can easily help fill that. Then it just helps those that don't want to um, make their own leather patches. Um, yeah. A lot of our customers do have engravers, but some of the pain point is finding an adhesive that is durable enough uh, to really hold on to those hats, especially if they're sitting out in the sun. Uh, here in Texas, uh, if you're leaving your hat on the dashboard in your car, <laughs> um, you know, that, that could be problematic for an adhesive, right? Yeah, so, yeah. um, finding an adhesive that's durable enough. Luckily, uh, we continue to see this trend on our side because we do offer those custom trend, those custom patches yeah. from flex style to PVC, liquid embroidery, 3d, and we're implementing some new ones in the coming months, such as, uh, you know, everybody loves Chanel. Uh, so that's on our radar to launch, um, as well as a holographic, like dual image, uh, patch. So wow. some exciting stuff to really help, uh, apparel decorators meet those trend needs, uh, that their customers are seeing in retail. 
Um, and then of course your apparel, we have, you know, Threadfast was also at the Apparel Decoration Summit as well as Bella Canvas. Those are two uh, really great uh, blank apparel providers that are phenomenal at staying on trend. So if you're looking to find the next best thing in blanks, uh, highly recommend those two. Cool. Nice. Well, we always, uh, we always love to go to shows and stop by stalls because you guys are, it's like they've thought of something new. There's something else and <laughs> the, the coolest thing. So congratulations to you yeah. guys for, for all that, all that you do. And of course you have to have that, that, uh, uh, I, I was it I360 uh, hat press if you're doing those hats. Yes, that that's what's right behind you, right? Probably, yeah, you can yep, see yep. it chilling here behind me. This is my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's my coworker in my at home office. Um, <laughs> but yes, we do. We we recommend that. Um, but for those folks that don't have the 360 IQ, um, we do offer top heat only application instructions just to be safe you know we don't want to um you know tell people you can't use our products if you don't have it right if you have a hat press feel free to try our products on that hat press we do recommend um you know the 360 for the dual heat so for those listeners that aren't aware of what the 360 iq offers it is top and bottom heat where we're really sandwiching the patch in between two different um temperatures so that we can accurately apply it um, at the recommended dwell time without damaging the hat and damaging the patch. Uh, so two key reasons there. It's it's one thing to get the patch to heat apply, but if you're compromising the finish of the blank that it's going on and completely damaging it, what does it really matter, right? So we want right. to make sure that we're solving that issue for people that want to do hats. Well, I, I I have to confess there might be one of those upstairs right now. It's it's for for, for a, a decorating nerd, it's a Cadillac. I love it. So yes. <laughs> I will. I honestly, this has been um, a really hot seller. I mean, as soon as it launched, it's like it went like pancakes. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so real quick, we're getting down to the end. So uh, let, let's talk a little bit about customers, uh, Jenna. Your time at Stalls. Uh, how have you seen customer demands or expectations changed over over the last few years? Yeah, so I will say uh, from my time at Stalls, and I did start back in 2012 um, as an outbound call representative. So wow. I had the luxury <laughs> <laughs> of uh, making cold calls to customers that had previously purchased from us and, you know, get yelled at a little bit. <laughs> take their anger out on me on on stuff that they weren't so happy with. So um, the conversions were great, though, because we were able to solve the issues that they initially had. And um, for the most part, at that time, I have seen, you know, our customer demands from that time to now shift dramatically from, you know, um, we just need a sole provider for one thing. Um, and it, right now it's heat transfer vinyl. So can you have these colors in stock? Can you have this finish in stock? Is it gonna be durable? Uh, those those main things, right? So yeah. now um, as the industry uh, continues to um, expand in the made to order and print on demand space efficiency has been the most, um, the, the highest demand. Um, in uh, this was probably my bi- biggest conversation topic from 2022 Printing United in Vegas. Um, and I believe someone even just did a survey at the Apparel Decoration Summit where the majority of the survey that they did um, with those decorators was they need efficiency. Um, and so they need more efficiency in their production to be more specific. Um, So we're continuing to stay innovative in the technologies that we're bringing on with heat print technology um, and just help with product production um, effectiveness, right? Um, And continuing to educate on how they can implement um, our products and our technology to help them reach success with their customers. That's the biggest thing. 
knowing what technology and resources you have, how how we can educate them on it and how they can implement it and ultimately just help them build more success with their customers by understanding what they can do uh, to provide their customers what they need in the timeline that they, they need it in. Yeah. So Perfect. speaking of education, uh, we've got a question from one of the regulators here. Christopher says, wait, you can use regular hat presses like the Mac, Max Cap Press for things like FlexStyle and PVC? You can, yes. So uh, top heat only presses still do work. The only additional accessory you will need is a foam pad um, so that you're protecting the patch from um, maybe melting underneath the high temp and dwell time. So all of those instructions do come uh, once you place your order with the patches. Uh, so don't be afraid to use your Max Cat Press. Uh, just make sure you do have that foam pad um, because a regular cover sheet is not going to be enough to protect it from potentially melting. Gotcha. There we go. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Jenna. All right. Well, yeah, educating. <laughs> it's, in my, it's in my blood. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you, just, you can't seem to help it. And that's awesome. That's <laughs> what makes you who you are. Well, all right. Um, and I know there was uh, another question in there, but uh, unfortunately we've come run out of time here. So Jenna, how can people connect with you and, and reach out to you and, and to stalls? Yeah. So they can stay connected with myself and stalls as a whole. Um, through Stalls TV YouTube, we also have our Stalls All Things Heat Printing Facebook page and Instagram. Um, our Heat Press for Profit Facebook group, highly recommend getting connected there. Um, it's nothing to be a member, just answer a few questions. Um, and you are in there with decorators just like yourselves, asking questions, being connected with us. We are continuously uh, sharing, you know, input, tips and tricks, educational videos in there. Um, nice. And it really just helps you stay current with what we have going on and also what other decorators um, have going on as well. So another great way to really stay connected and network with other decorators such as yourselves. So again, that is the Heat Press for Profit Facebook group. And then of course we do have a TikTok it doesn't get much traction, but we're there and it's all secret. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. It's like my TikTok. It's, it's there, but it doesn't get much traction. All right. Well, Dean, maybe uh, head to that Facebook group would be a great place to ask that question in there. So Jenna, thank you so much. It was a really great to see you and hang out and, and thanks for all the fun and, and uh, bring in the hype. That was uh, incredible. Go team yellow. We'll and, never forget. That's right. And we did win that thing. Let's, let's be realistic. Um, yeah, it's so. fine. We had fun doing it. That's all that counts. That's right. That's right. We, we were all winners. How about that? All right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jenna. We'll see you soon. Thank you guys. Thanks, Jenna. Awesome. Yeah, Terry, it was great to talk to Jenna and Josh. And uh, yeah, what, what a great event. Um, so uh, speaking of events, what uh, what where's where's the big book of travel leading you now? I know I know <laughs> well, you've been in I, an airport more than at home over the last. Exactly. Weeks, I, I, uh, I, I was in Chicago this past weekend and was home for three hours and went to the, this awesome event. But uh, I'm home for a little while, Aaron. Uh, my complete screen printing business course. Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago will be August 26th and 27th. And uh, after last year, having a, a class uh, towards August at Workhorse Products, and it was 115 outside, uh, we said, yeah, let's not do that anymore. So our next class is <laughs> September 23rd and 24th. And of course, uh, uh, Aaron, I'll be joining you and Eric in Fort Worth this fall. I'm going to be speaking on DTG and DTF, and I'm going to be moderating a panel as well. And that will be at Impressions Expo Fort Worth, September 14th through 16th. And you can find all my upcoming events at terrycombs.com. And of course, you and I, Aaron, have a have a training uh, that's available through Printing United as well on DTG and DTF decorating. Yep, yep, yep. You just go over to uh, ilearningplus.org, uh, I think it is. We'll, we'll get the link out there in the show notes. So yeah. just uh, check in for that. And um, yeah, so uh, Terry, for me, I am... 
Yep. There you go, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> he He's so on it. Man, Eric is incredible. Um, yeah, it's so, just faith, what we're going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His life must be really scary if he's having to anticipate what you and I are going to say. Man, sorry, Eric. <laughs> sorry, let me you in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Terry, I just got back from Start Here Academy. Um, I, I want to talk about it a little bit more, but uh, I think we wanted to digest uh, the uh, apparel decorators event, too. So everything on top of each other. Just, you know, there are only so many dates in the calendar, so you make it work. And uh, um, Start Here Academy was incredible. Um, they let me, I, I even asked it like twice before <laughs> I went on the stage. I set off a confetti cannon, baby. It was awesome. So <laughs> when you, you texted me and told me, and I said, did somebody record it? <laughs> we yep. have to have it on the show. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is. It is recorded. And, uh, and also, I, I don't know if you remember, um, I think we've even, I don't know. I'll have to go look. I thought at one point we had Tom who used to be with the folks at NBM graphics pro, uh, but now has his own video production company called light sale. So you, oh, you okay. may have back in the old NBM days, remember Tom rolling around with a camera there at the show. Yeah. 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 So anyhow, he was, he recorded the uh, entire start here Academy event and that will be available um, through graphics pro here soon. And um, nice. so it, it, yes, so it's been recorded. There was also a couple of uh, camera video recordings that I've gotten my hands on. So <laughs> uh, it was a ton of fun and I got to see some folks, um, uh, Letty Walker, who was in much earlier. Don't worry about finding that comment, Eric, it's way back, but um, <laughs> it was really great to meet Letty and, uh, and some other folks out there. So um, that was awesome. Uh, let's see here. Really, uh, I guess, yeah, thank you. Man, he, this guy is really incredible. Man, Eric, yeah, bringing his A game as usual. Um, so future stuff for me, though, uh, mainly focused right now, leaving on money for skills. So that's that's kind of the big focus for me personally. But uh, then after that, um, I'm down a little bit of downtime, too. So uh, Impressions Expo in Fort Worth will be the next travel event for me and um i get to be there the day before with the folks from magic touch and corel trainer and creo and we're going to be teaching a full day workshop called the abc's design print and market and uh, we're going to kind of provide a start to finish look at custom apparel from that initial design and uh, all the way into making the product how to you know create a successful business as i call it a business that you love and we're just going to walk you through each step throughout the day, kind of hold your hand along the way. And uh, just you're, you're going to be able to, to deliver more to your customers after you leave that event. So if you go to osg.link forward slash ABCs, ABCS, um, that will get you to the link to check out more and to get registered for that event uh, the day before September 13th at uh Fort Worth. And uh, that is also my birthday. So make sure that you register as a birthday present to me. How about that? <laughs> So, nice. um, <laughs> will you share what Eric's got coming up for us, please, Terry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, today's take up is episode number 156, Constructing Stitching, Underlay, Travel, Tacking, and Ties. In this episode, we'll talk about the stitching we use to stabilize our designs, travel from object to object efficiently, tack down applied materials, tie before trims and attach patches among other things uh, head over to ericcampbell.com and click the take up tab uh, at the top and join live at 2 30 mountain daylight time that would be yeah never mind uh, <laughs> to share your insights upcoming classes at impressions expo fort worth including presenting embroideries value proposition and more to come yes indeed and then uh, Eric's going to be out there in Fort Worth too. Uh, oh, you just said that, didn't you? I did. Wow. I haven't even been drinking yet this morning. So um, <laughs> I, my, my brain is totally fogged up though. I didn't get back home until midnight last night from, uh, from Indianapolis. And uh, it was just a, a long, long day. I, I got to go spend a little time with some family uh, in the afternoon and a little, oh, little emotional. So uh, <laughs> getting, uh -huh. getting back on track here. So thank you guys for uh, your patience with me. Well, Terry, um, Man, what a what a great time! Way to pull it together. Way to be uh, flexible and and kind of keep me on track. And we want to thank uh, Jenna Sackett from Stalls and uh, also Josh Carruth from Printing United for their time today and and bringing in their insight. And you know, obviously, we were talking about Josh's event, but the thing I love about talking to Josh and and really all of our industry partners, you know, like the folks at Graphics Pro and 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 everybody that we get to talk to is 
yes, they're going to share what it is that they got going on, but they're sharing that because they're passionate about it because they love it. Right. And out of that comes great knowledge and education and information. And um, I, I just think that's one of the things that I truly love about our industry, Terry, is that people come with that, with that rising tide lifts all boats mentality. So um, we, yeah, we thank uh, Jenna and Josh for their time today. Yeah, we also want to thank Eric Campbell for anticipating what we're about to say and popping it up on the screen and for keeping those wheels on the bus turning round and round. Thanks, Eric. Yep, yep. Um, so next week, uh, Marshall Atkinson is going to be joining us to uh, talk about AI and uh, artwork for decorators. And so uh, looking forward to, to that conversation, um, I think, uh, and I'm going to see if Eric will anticipate what I'm saying here, but uh, I think Eric is going to be sitting in for me if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay, good. I did get the head shake there. And so, yeah, cause I will be uh, traveling back from Atlanta, just uh, wrapping up the skills USA event. So, um, while I will be, uh, my son will have it on YouTube for me and we can listen as we, uh, as we drive up the freeway. So, um, I will Very be tuned nice. in. I will be a regulator next week. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to talking to Marsh. We haven't had him on the show for a while, so it'll be, uh, and, and he's, uh, he's been doing a lot of research in this. So, uh, tune in until then I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And that was the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.